that might be a cool, like, really cool uh, focus for the podcast today. Okay. Is this pyramid? Yep, I like this pyramid. Because I think it's so easy to walk away from the open and think, man, I just got to get better at CrossFit. The, the open is sport, yep. right? And yep. so people are always focused on that. But, you know, I love the way they said it. How many affiliates are training them? And, and I also think even us mentioning our new on-ramp system, yeah. with the fifth one being a nutrition session and the, prior, and the emphasis that we're making on nutrition for every new athlete to get that, yes. you know, that session with, with uh, Jordan before they start classes. You know, what if you jumped, you know, a thousand spots just by cleaning up your eating. Just clean, absolutely. Not even doing more stuff. Absolutely. We're back. We're done. We're back. back. How are you feeling after the open? Uh, I am. I'm glad it's over. Um, I remember Friday feeling like. Remember, I was warming up for about two hours with <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. And. <laughs> debating on whether or not to do it Monday and then I was like finally I'm just like I'm gonna do it so I can be done and yep. I, I'm, I think I'm I'm glad it's over because it always is so for me mentally taxing like you know putting that pressure on myself for mm -hmm. each week because mm -hmm. I really want to do well mm -hmm. you know even mm -hmm. I'm, I mean it's not for the reason to go further in the open other than just to do really well so yep. it's a lot of mental pressure on myself yep. so I'm relieved. I'm glad. I know yeah. you're probably yeah. well glad, and uh, now you're moving on. So, yep, which is awesome. Yep. Congrats, man. Thank you. You. Thank uh, you. So, yeah. what was your final place? So right now, I think the scores are still kind of settling out, but right now it's about 164. So 164, they take the, in the world. In the world. Do you yeah. know how many people were total and registered in your age group? It's about 26,000. So, um, um, and and for people listening, <clears throat> they, just put that in perspective. So. The masters, which is anybody above 35, breaks into five-year uh, increments. So 35 to 39, 40 to 44, 45, 49, so on. And you're in the 40 to 44 age group, mm -hmm. which you're now 41. 41. Be so 42 next month. Four, so. Okay, so 42, and almost 42. And you have to place in the top 200 in the world mm -hmm. in order to advance to the next stage, which is a qualifier. And you got 164th-ish place. Yes, sir. So that's awesome, Chris. It, it's, uh, you know, it just gets tougher and tougher every year. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, um, you know, if, if you, I think if you had told me four years ago, five years ago, that I can do the things that I can do now, I would have probably bet a good sum of money that I'd be at least at regional and maybe even at the games as an individual, the things I can do now. Because some of the stuff that we did this year, if you put that three or four years ago, in the individual, I mean that you know you're in a top forty, top fifty group, and and now to barely you know you know only forty spot cushion to get in. I mean it's a, it's a testament of CrossFit of, of how how this type of um, workout regimen is changing the human's ability to 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 do things to do yeah. to do functional fitness. It's amazing to see this and the the number of people it's attracting to the sport. Yes. And just that continues to grow. I don't. I don't know the total count on the open. I mean, it's got to be over three hundred yep. something thousand. But um, you're getting every year. You're getting more people who are so fit. 
Yes. And they're just getting fitter. Absolutely. And they're they're and so man, it's it's awesome to for you to have made it to that stage and, and to do so well. I know you were going for it. So now you will have April nineteenth. April nineteenth. Yep. You 19th. got four more workouts. Is that kind of yeah right? yeah? So April nineteenth through the twenty third, they'll release four workouts, and you got to get all four of them done and videoed and then submitted. Um, submit your scores, much like the open by the you know seven o'clock on. 2030 you can do the workouts as many times as you want to but it's four workouts so really you know you've only got time for maybe one or two redos at the most you know and that's doing two workouts a yeah. day and a rest day in between everything else so and they take the top 20 take the top 20 from that to go to the crossfit take games top but they factor that. in your, your score again they haven't they changed do. that they do they haven't changed that so that makes it really tough if you're really outside the top 75 mm-hmm. you basically have to score number one on all the workouts in so order to what get are in. you now going into this next season basically it's like your post season of mm-hmm. the open what mm-hmm. are you focused on between now and region or the qualifier? qualifier i think this year i'm really focusing on um improving in the qualifier i think last year um although i had a little bit better open performance i thought i i I was not i was not happy with my performance in the qualifier um you know i i thought i i didn't leave anything on the table but i I should have done much better than i did so i started last year at 128th i finished after the qualifier at 166th and so this year if we can get i mean this year will be a huge success if we can just get a reversal of that maybe not as well in the um in the open but if I can come back in the qualifier and the qualifier tends to be like the regionals where it's a little bit more technical it's a little bit more if you will crossfitty um uh and more more weights more uh more weights you know higher level weights associated with it and so um you know I think in the beginning of the open this year and I think a lot of the competitors would tend to agree with me. There was a lot of people scoring in those first two workouts that, you know, you'd never heard of before. Cause they, the first workout was just pure engine. The second workout was if you were strong and you were fast, like a, you know, you, you, you were good at sprints, you did really, really well. Um, and we really didn't get into the CrossFit, so to speak, until the third, fourth, and fifth, in my opinion. You know, those workouts, those were, you know, legacy CrossFit, legendary CrossFit, you know, type workouts. And so, you know, in my case, you know, I'm, I dug myself a pretty big hole in the first couple, in the first couple weeks. And so, um, you know, I spent the last three weeks getting out of it. But I, and all, all that really to say that I think the qualifier will have more CrossFit type workouts in it. And so hopefully I can place a little bit better than last year. I think. Which was your favorite workout open? Oh, man, that's a good question. Um, I really liked the last one. I really liked the last one because I remember, and you probably remember doing that in 2011 and oh, 2012. Yeah. And it just eating my lunch, those chest of bar pull-ups. Of course, they didn't have butterfly pull-ups or anything. Um, and the thrusters were so heavy. And you get to the round nine, and you're just like, oh, this is awful. And to get, I think I ended up getting like a 43 or 50 rep PR on that workout again. Oh, um, I really like that one. What about you? Which one do you like? I really like the double under workout. Oh, um, man. I, I think I liked it because I like double unders. Mm-hmm. I also liked it because the muscle up count was low. Yeah. Um, I I felt like it was a, I mean, again, it's a ton of double unders. And, yeah. and so I, I just, I, I enjoyed it because of the, the, maybe the time domain as well mm-hmm. was, you know, yeah. probably 14 a little, minutes. Yeah, yeah. Just, so, um, 
that was probably my favorite. And I also thought it was just kind of a, a neat way to throw in bar and ring muscle-ups because yeah. that was kind of you know a big question we've talked about even since last year. I remember you mentioned like the ability for them to judge a bar muscle-up yep. over a ring. Yeah, yeah, you know? I didn't think it was. So then this back. year they're like, well, let's just put them both in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly, so, exactly. Yep. Um, and so I, I, I probably would say that's my that was my favorite workout this year. Mm-hmm. Um I did not like probably my least favorite was the <laughs> second week. Oh, really? It was really? Just, man, yeah. That over the deadlift, eight. over the deadlift workout. Yes, because I liked the deadlift workout until we got to three fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I felt one. like the yeah. Diane portion was yeah. great. You know, yeah. I felt good, and then that three fifteen was just I didn't like you yeah. know uh, struggling through those. But the second workout was just yeah, I agree with you. It was that. a it was a grinder and uh, and then going for a one rep max, you know, for me specifically, <clears throat> you know, just that that was probably a weakness, right? Yeah. Because let's be honest, like what you don't like is what you're not yep. good at. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. You're exactly right. Yeah. Um, we're wrapping up the yeah. open. Um, we've got uh, so I think you know we've got our athletes here. Are I think there's probably one or two, one. Uh, one or you're one or two types of you're one of two types of people here finishing up the open. I think there's there's a certain population out there saying, "Hey, open was great. You know, um, I'm really glad I don't have to work out in front of people anymore, and I can't wait till we have just the regular one hour classes again. You know, and they're going to go do general physical preparedness and be on their way. I think there's another set out there that I think they really there's there's probably a, a population that really kind of got addicted to CrossFit, and so I think they're asking questions of like. Okay, so what? Where do I go from here? What? Okay, I like this CrossFit thing. I've been doing it enough. Um, I really want to get better next year. Like now, you know, you kind of see maybe even our newer members are saying, "All right, I want to get better next year." Instead of, you know, in the top whatever, I want to be, you know, in the top two hundred or something like that. So, um, I really kind of like to talk about that today and really kind of unpack, get your thoughts on that. I think that's important. Yeah. Um, you know, I think too to even a. Address the the person who maybe is like, oh, I'm so glad that they're done doing this open thing, yeah, yep. <laughs> and all this yes, talk yes, about yep, the yep, open. Yep. Um, I think you know that to to even address that member too is like saying, hey, you know, I get it, you know, especially because not everybody gets excited about the open, and it, you know, for some it's a lot bigger deal than for others. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, even. It, to those people, I, I remember having those like people that weren't super excited and then have them sign up like the next year because yeah. oh, they yeah. just hadn't been at the gym yeah. and they're finally, or even just for that person to see that, you know, that the value in, you know, the, the five weeks is really more about community. You yeah, know, I think sure. there were so many people that got to know one another even a little bit better and so many people that got to plug into what this gym is all about mm-hmm. more during the Open just because... The Friday Night Lights, even the judging one another, right? Mm-hmm. Because they'd partner up in classes. So mm-hmm. even if people weren't signed up for the Open, I mean, they were still technically yeah. doing it on Fridays. But now for those people who are, you know, wanting a little bit more, who got a taste of competition, mm-hmm. who really got a taste of the CrossFit sport mm-hmm. and what it potentially can be, you know, the 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 thought for me is, you know, start getting excited now for next yeah. year you know, for the open in 2019 and really start kind of creating a, a map, a roadmap in your mind as to where do you want to be in a year? Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that 
you struggled with. Like for a lot of people, you know, I know people that did every workout scaled this year. I know people that did some workouts in scaled, some workouts in RX. Um, and then there's people that did all workouts RX. Mm-hmm. So if you look at those three categories, well, if you're doing all your workouts in scaled, you know, looking at the workout that you struggled with the most in scaled and what was it in that workout that you struggled with? Like if it was thrusters on the last one, mm-hmm. you know, then maybe your strength needs to be addressed. Or really, I think the, the scaled 18.5 was more like a salt bike. Yeah. yeah because, yeah. you know, the weight was a little bit lighter. But whatever that was, you know, if it was the burpees in 18.2, um, if it was the one rep max, you know, if it was the pull-ups, right? The workout that actually the scaled option was pull-ups. Like the open will challenge you. We got to figure out what challenged you. Like if, if for me, looking at it for me, okay, I did every workout RX. What challenged me was the one, the 315 deadlift mm-hmm. exposed. Mm-hmm. Another area that I felt really challenged was uh, the one rep max clean and the burpee dumbbell squat. Like those three things, if I just, okay, so if I assess myself and say, okay, my deadlift is not, is not strong enough if I want to come back and RX the open next year. Mm-hmm. My one rep max strength on clean specifically, but probably that's a reflection of squatting, yeah, you know, yeah. um, is not strong enough if I want mm-hmm. to come back and do better next year. And then what that, that front, I mean, the dumbbell squat burpee was, you know, Trent did it in like four minutes. Mm-hmm. That's my least favorite type of workout. Yep. Short, short, you know, it, I did it way longer because I don't like short workouts. Mm-hmm. And it was also for me, my leg strength. I could mm-hmm. tell my, le- you judge me that mm-hmm. one, man. Mm-hmm. I just, um, so what is my roadmap to next year? So kind of really ask, you know, assessing what were the areas that exposed you this year? Mm-hmm. And then how am I going to get better at those? It's good. I do want to unpack that a little bit yeah. more, but I, I think first of all, let's just start with um, what's your advice now this week and maybe even next week as we're winding down from the open because we were talking earlier about how there's some things, you know, like adrenal fatigue and everything else yeah. that especially some of our members who aren't or some of our athletes who aren't used to aren't used to putting their bodies and putting that type of mental and physical stress on well, their bodies I, for five yeah, weeks. Yeah, and that's exactly what we started the podcast with. For me, I'm mentally yeah. like tired, right? Like yeah yes physically but mentally as well and you know i I sometimes will laugh because i'm like the i will only push my hardest in competition Mm -hmm. and for me the open when i do one of those workouts i'm pushing as hard as i would in a competition Mm -hmm. and i rarely compete anymore at all so really the open is the only time that when i say i push 100 for me that means i'm giving everything that i have and i'm trying to do that um Five consecutive weeks of that is a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and, and especially for those people that did them twice, you know, <laughs> a few times. if they yeah. did them Friday and then came back and did them Monday, or even those of you, you that did them three, you know, times, um, all in a five week period of time, your body and your mind are exhausted. Um, even though you might not feel it, even mm-hmm. though you might feel like, you know what, I feel great. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you're, you're pretty tired and this week and next week i would really make it a point to even if the workout is for time you know even Mm -hmm. if you come in is just to give yourself permission to not go all out you know um give yourself permission to jog instead of sprint Mm -hmm. give yourself permission to you know go through a row 
at 75% instead of mm-hmm. 100%. You know, don't even uh, be concerned about where you fall on the leaderboard if that's something that you're concerned mm-hmm. about or um, how what place you come in in the workout. Mm-hmm. Because really for the next couple of weeks, I mean, give yourself permission to not come to the gym. As much as I probably mm-hmm. would never say that at any other time of the year. Yeah. But if you, you know, wake up one day and your body is really tired, man, take a rest day. And be okay with that. Or program a rest day into your week. If you know you usually come Monday through Friday and maybe rest Saturday, Sunday, give yourself next Tuesday and Thursday off mm-hmm. and spend that time of that day. Maybe go for a walk. You know yourself and you probably know where you're at and what you're, you know, what what you're experiencing physically and mentally. But for the next couple of weeks, the, the workouts, hopefully, I mean, if you've noticed this week, we're playing games mm-hmm. in class yep. just to warm up, just kind of getting, uh, we're moving the workouts. Yeah, they're, they're still CrossFit and we're still getting our heart rate up and exercising. But, you know, the goal is to really limit this high mental exertion that happens for five or six weeks in the open. Mm-hmm. That's good. You don't feel it necessarily. You no, don't you don't know. It. And a lot of times you feel it when it's too late. You know, you, yeah. you get rabbed Or you're getting you know. irritable. Yes. You know, and short with people and you're um, you're like, where did that come from? Yep. You know, you, you don't even, it, it's not so much even like you feel physically or mentally tired, but you know, you, you're, um, you're, you're edgy, you know, and mm-hmm. it's like, man, that, there's some symptoms too, or you're more emotional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know that, which is a uh, a lot of times from overtraining. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, and emotional. You know, by like led to tears and circumstances that you maybe don't usually cry in. You yeah. know, and it's again just not saying this is everyone. For some of you, you're like, man, yeah. what are you talking about, <laughs> dude? This is so. But trust me, I know. I mean, I saw everybody up here Friday nights. I saw everybody mm-hmm. up here on Fridays. I saw a lot of people pushing harder mm-hmm. for the for the last five weeks. So just giving yourself and even those of you that are listening that don't work out at our gym mm-hmm. that are listening that actually did the open and probably gave 110% for 5 or 6 weeks. I mean, there's a reason that after the football season, you know, they take 3 months off, you know, because yeah. they do this for 17 weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, their Sunday football game or college athletes, right? 10 or 12 weeks, their Saturday games are the equivalent of probably what we did you know, not really, but you know what I mean. <laughs> it might be a little bit more <laughs> difficult. <laughs> but they, in terms of, you know, think about that athlete yeah. on a Friday night before the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, they're anxious. You know, how many of you on Thursday night when they were announcing the workout, you started thinking and sure. your mind went to work. You, you know, your strategy, you're thinking about it, you're thinking about it, you're thinking about it, you're thinking. I mean, all that, like even though you're not doing push-ups and, you know, squatting, like your mind is doing push-ups and squats, you know. It's just a constant thought process. Now, again, for that portion of the gym that wasn't even signed up for the open, that doesn't care. This is probably not even sounding relevant. But mm-hmm. for the percentage of the gym that signed up for the open, that was very involved and very in, a part of this process and experience, you probably get a little bit of what I'm saying, you know, because mm-hmm. I understand everything I'm saying. It's like I'm saying it to me too, you know. Yep. Good. Um, you mentioned earlier, I'm going to circle back to the roadmap. You mentioned, you know, um, you know, right now you should be having a, you know, you should be thinking about a roadmap for if you want to get better in the open, this is, you know, this is what you need to do. 
Can you just kind of talk over, obviously you know what your roadmap is for Charlie Lima, but do you have some general principles that you might tell the athlete who just got done uh, with the Open says, okay, I'm going to get better next year. Um, here's, you know, what's your advice to them on yes. their roadmap? No, great question. So I think the most important thing is consistency in the gym. You know, in terms of the programming, is there a programming that could potentially be more specific towards your needs? Yes, right? Maybe if you have a strength weakness, right? And you have, you know, you have to have a roadmap that probably gets you stronger. Um, if you have a gymnastics weakness and you have a programming template that will get you better in that area. Um, if you have a conditioning weakness. Now, CrossFit, it doesn't um, specialize in any one of those things. You know, CrossFit's, which we've talked about in the previous podcast, CrossFit's going to get you better at all of those things. And because we don't specialize in one, you're not going to have a strength training daily, right? That we can mm -hmm. say your back squat will for sure be better by the 2019 Open. But I can promise you that if you just come to the gym more often, if you can come, I would say whatever you're doing now, whatever you did for the last year, just add one to two more days. Now, there's also some people listening like, Charlie, I already come six days exactly. a week. Yep. Yep. Okay, well then consistency is not an issue for you. So your roadmap would probably need to be looking more at like specialized training, you know, kind of like what I, I'm like, I'm telling you my deadlift, my, some of, sure. I mean, I work out five or six days a week. And so, you know, maybe having a strength program that is specific, yep. not just some random downloaded, you know, strength cycle. Mm -hmm. No, having a strength program specific, like let's pick apart mine because it's easy. Mm -hmm. I know my deadlift is because my posterior chain is weak. Mm -hmm. We've talked about this. Mm -hmm. My hamstrings, my butt, you know, we've talked about low bar back squat yep. and the benefits to that. So my strength program needs to be something that's going to get my butt and hamstrings stronger, uh, my posterior chain specifically, that probably will include some squatting. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not just go lift a bunch of deadlifts, sure. you know, yep. which is kind of like what you would think, you know, it's mm -hmm. like, man, my deadlift's weak. Let me just, well, no, I mean, I strained my back on that uh, ninth rep mm -hmm. of 18.4 and man, I suffered and struggled through probably seven days and I'm yeah. still kind of struggling through, I'm feeling better, but mm -hmm. that's not because, I mean, it, it goes deeper than just a deadlift. So yeah. for me just to download off the internet, get stronger at deadlift, you know, five, three, one, or, you know, mesocycle deadlift, Google search. No, it's mm -hmm. going to be, no, I need some specific work on butt, hamstrings, posterior chain, you know, mm -hmm. probably some technique work on deadlift. There's, mm -hmm. there's more to it. Sure. So my roadmap needs to be specifically along that path. Um, in terms of my engine work, in, ter the, in the Trent four-minute, my seven-minute effort, 740, um, of the front squat burpee, mm -hmm. you know, man, I just got to, you know, push harder on those short workouts. Mm -hmm. um, I don't also think I just need to do short workouts all the time, but I think the, the days that they're programmed, I need to kind of almost have a mindset of, competition mm -hmm. you know that little switch for me to approach a four minute effort three minute effort over the course of 365 days between now and next year but approach it differently than i have in the past because in the past what my mindset going into it is 
I hate these workouts, you know, I, you know, I don't like the short workouts, you know, but for me to have a, a little bit of a different perspective and it's like, okay, this is what I need to get better at. You know, mm-hmm. this is what I need. This is in, and, and who knows, maybe even on a day that I come in and you know, the, the workouts not incredibly tough for me or whatever the, the, maybe adding a little short sprint at the end, you sure. know, not excessively, you know, my, I'm already know the programming and have mm-hmm. uh, more of a coaching experience and, so I, I, I won't lead myself to burnout and overtraining mm-hmm. like maybe some people who would just throw it. But even talking to a coach and be like, hey, if I, if I, these are the workouts that I struggle with. And then my third weakness is the clean, mm-hmm. right? the strength. So that goes back to the same thing, strength. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. my big weaknesses sure. that I need to get better at. So you talk about that specialized training. What if I'm the person, maybe a newer athlete or maybe somebody who really wants to venture into maybe this competitive thing a little bit more. What if I'm the person like, Charlie, I'm weak at everything is there a hierarchy or is there something that you would tell them off the bat you know where to start and where to go from there yes and crossfit actually has created a beautiful pyramid that could tell us um you know in terms of there, there was a post on the crossfit training i think is the one that posted their instagram and it's the uh, theoretical hierarchy of an athlete mm-hmm. and crossfit put this out this is level one material you know glassman put out a long time ago and we talked about it a few uh, podcasts ago that you and i did and this pyramid basically is at the very top is sport. And that would be, in this case, the open, right? So imagine a pyramid broken into five layers and the top of that pyramid is sport. So in this case, we're talking about the open, CrossFit. We want to get better at the open. Well, at the bottom of the pyramid, so the base is nutrition. And so if we don't have a good foundation in diet, we shouldn't start looking at anything above that. So it's like, just like any pyramid, start from the bottom, you know, kind of like we're doing building rock solid marriages, right? And so rock solid, meaning we want to build our house on the rock and not on the sand, you know, same way we want to build our fitness on the rock. In this case, building your fitness on the rock is having a good diet, meaning what you eat is supporting your goals, nutritionally speaking, it's healthy. So if you can't go, you can't, you shouldn't travel up this pyramid if that base is not intact. Mm-hmm. And so nutrition, which we can talk a little bit more about, I'll go up the base. Yep. The next part is conditioning. You need to have some level of conditioning. You know, uh, if, if you can't get through running workouts, you know, without running the entire thing, like meaning... We did Helen. Mm-hmm. So if you can't get through Helen without running every 400 or, you know, if you can't get through a rowing workout without having to stop on the rower or, you know, that, that just, if your conditioning is not intact, which I referenced runners a long time ago, I think one of the benefits to being a runner and coming into CrossFit is you just have great conditioning. Mm-hmm. Um, now there's other reasons you stop in workouts like heavyweight, sure. you know, and that, but that's not a conditioning issue. That's a weightlifting. That's mm-hmm. a strength issue or the rings, you mm-hmm. know, on a muscle up. It's not a conditioning issue. It's the fact that you don't have muscle ups, right? Which is the next part of this process, which right. is gymnastics. Okay. But don't start traveling up to gymnastics and saying, I need to get better at muscle ups. If you haven't addressed your diet, meaning nutrition, mm-hmm. and you haven't addressed conditioning, mm-hmm. but then, so gymnastics and then above new, uh, gymnastics, the fourth level is weightlifting. And then at the very top of this pyramid is the sport, mm-hmm. which would be CrossFit, the open. And so this hierarchy, this, you know, it's if we want to immediately say, so for Charlie, 
deadlifts, one rep max cleans, and short workouts. Mm-hmm. How's my diet? That's the first question. Am I fueling my body well? And if not, well, remember, everything's going to take mental effort. So if I start putting a lot of training into weightlifting and a lot of training into um, these short workouts, but I'm not eating well, you know, then I'm I'm already backwards. Because mm-hmm. like I said earlier, what if we can, what if we improve on all these workouts just by changing our diet and nothing else? Like in other words, no more extra time in the gym, just eat better. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. I think there's, you know, there's 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 a uh, there's a lot of little bunny trails you can go down with nutrition is probably probably needs its own podcast at some point um, although you give the nutrition challenge but there is something that yeah, we members are, can do right we right are now gonna to have a that, nutrition right? challenge right now that's gonna be uh, we were kind of meeting with the coaches last week and we we realized that man probably everybody's starting to think about summer right they're starting to think about bathing suits and we actually were talking about the the programming and post open because now that we've I mean the programming has just been really open specific you know mm-hmm. Thursdays basically or just we don't know what's coming the next day mm-hmm. the Mondays and just kind of really more so guessing open workouts as we go and mm-hmm. so it's been uh, but now we're going back to regular programming like we were before the open but another thought we had is man why don't we do a nutrition challenge instead of waiting till summer why don't we do it now and allow these members an opportunity because that's really where the change is going to come mm-hmm. in body fat. Because I know some people think, man, if I just work out more, <laughs> that body fat will just come off. Well, I'm sorry to break this to you, but working out more is not going to get rid of your body fat. No matter how long you work out, how many days a week you work out, or how many more times per day you work out is not going to get that body fat off. The only and best way to get that body fat off is by eating better. And so April 9th, we're going to kick off a new nutrition challenge. It's going to be an eight-week challenge. Um, We'll do a seminar. We'll have all the info come out. Um, And so mark that on your calendars now. Great, great. And then also, um, we've got some different... um, We've got a strength... A strength yes, opportunity yes. Luke, Luke right? is going to pick back up. Kind of, you remember he was offering the strength program, and he's going to pick back up and, and offer that again. But we're doing it a little different, and I think our members are really going to like this. the The way he was offering it before is it was an actual class, so it was offered at three different times per week, and we we got a lot of feedback that you know there's a lot of people that would have liked to do it, but they just couldn't make those times work. You know, he had a, a 5 a.m., I think he had 11 a.m., and then a 6.30 p.m. And um, and right now, knowing that probably if you're like me, you know, and I'm going to be Luke's very first customer because I'm signing up for his strength program. Uh, if you're like me and you realize that, man, one of your biggest weaknesses in this open was strength. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get you stronger, but let's do it in a way that is going to complement what we're doing here at the gym. In other words, it's going to complement the programming that we're doing at, and allow you to continue doing CrossFit in the way that you've done CrossFit, but now kind of take you in the direction individualized. So it's like for me, Luke, this is where I struggle. You know, my deadlift, this is what happened. This is the one rep max. This is where I've been in the past. This is where I want to be. And now I've get my own individualized program and then I can actually do it at the gym and I'm the, we usually do not allow open gym 
during classes, but people doing this strength program will have permission. Uh, they just got to you know check with whoever's coaching that class and say, hey, this is I'm doing the strength program. You tell me where I need to do this at the gym so that I can have the privilege to work out during class time if I want to come in you know at a different hour that works better for my schedule. I think as someone, um, I get individualized programs. It, it, it's not from Luke, but it's individualized program. And I think if you have the discipline to follow that and you put a decent amount of effort into it, that will give you the most adaptation throughout the year. If you're able to follow that, and it's because it's individualized for your weaknesses. Like you're saying, your strength program is be different than my strength program. But if you can really buckle down and stay with that and do that consistently like it's supposed to be done, that I personally believe is your uh, will give you your biggest change throughout the year. So a little plug there for you, Luke. Um, <laughs> and that's and, and I want to you know make sure I don't over emphasize or, or, or under emphasize a, a regular class is sure, either. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I, I I work out in regular classes myself, and absolutely. so you, there's going to be strength training mm-hmm. in regular classes. You know, but this is just again going back to the original conversation is like man. If, if you have a roadmap, you know, mm-hmm. that needs to get you somewhere, you know, it's, it, it's, it's like a business. If you're exposed, in, you know, in your accounting, you know, or in your human resources department, mm-hmm. well, you're going to put a lot more effort in that department for that period of time for however much time it takes until you get the, that, that department up and running. You know, and mm-hmm. when that department's up and running, then you can probably go back and you're going to be stronger going back to regular classes. Makes sense. Or you just focus on the next department, yep. you know. Okay, this department needs more attention, right? Yep. Good. Good. Okay, last thing for you. I'm going to throw I'm going to throw a sidewinder right. Good. So, I was thinking today, I was noticing, you know, when I first started CrossFit, you know, and I'm sure you saw this, do you you remember when the minority of people had the butterfly pull-up, chest to bar, muscle-ups? bar muscle-ups. You know, I was thinking today, and, and now that's the majority of people. Like, the majority, you walk into a CrossFit, it's, it must be very intimidating for a new member to walk in because you've got, you know, I would say the vast majority of people can do those things that five or six years ago only a small fraction of athletes had or, or a small fraction of members had. So I guess my question is now, we've seen it grow, and you've seen it longer than I have from 2008, 2015, or 2018. What is the CrossFitter? The ca- I'm talking about the casual CrossFitter now. What is the casual CrossFitter? What's going to be the norm in 2028? What's your thought? What is that norm going to look you know, like? Is it going to look like what the competitors look like now? And, and, and I'll share a little bit about why I think that is. And I think it's, um, you know, Kate is looking at doing dual language. Mm-hmm. And dual language is where you, you basically learn in Spanish and English. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they start you in kindergarten and you do it for seven years. Mm-hmm. And you're fluent. You can read, you can write, um, and you can uh, talk in Spanish. The way they do this is through immersion, okay? They basically immerse you into Spanish. Now, they do 50% English speakers that are English-speaking homes, 50% Spanish-speaking homes, and they mix you all together. You spend 50% of your time learning in English and 50% of your time learning in Spanish. Where I think this compares to what's happening in this sport is you're walking into a CrossFit gym now in 2018, and when the workout Diane is programmed, 80% of the gym is doing handstands. It's crazy. 
Yes, I know. Compared it, from where we were. Exactly. Know? Dude, I remember <laughs> in our in our gym, dude, I mean like in 2010, 11, 12, like first of all, programming handstands, like you might have 10 to 20% of the yes. class. So the same way that Kate is going to be in a class and the teacher is going to be speaking to her in Spanish and she's got other kids that are speaking fluent Spanish in her class. So in other words, she has no choice but to learn Spanish. Mm -hmm. Like she is getting immersed into that. That's what members are coming into now. It's like, man, if I'm, you know, if I'm a brand new person, I just think that there's, there's, everybody just does handstands. Mm -hmm. Like it's no longer kind of like, you're in the uh, majority if you don't do handstands. You're actually in the minority. So, so the rate of catching on and the rate of, of growth and mm -hmm. strength is all happening so much faster um, with everything in CrossFit today as opposed to back when it, mm -hmm. when it started. Where I think it'll be in 2028, you know, it, it's two different conversations because I think you could have that conversation about the elite athletes, sure, right? Sure. We could take and, that and, and, yeah. Or the normal person. Well, I think you'll have more people doing CrossFit, personally. Mm -hmm. I think you'll have, uh, as much as we think it's a big deal, it's really still not a big, I mean, it's, right. it's, right. there's still a lot of people who don't do, that have never done CrossFit. So I think you're going to have more people in gyms more um, first timers, more newcomers, more people that are going to be introduced to this because it's something that you are challenging yourself in a completely new way when you step into a CrossFit gym. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like Spencer talked about in our in our coaches clinic. There's just something special about grabbing a barbell mm -hmm. and using a barbell in what we do. That a lot of these places that you know that are popping up left and right that are group workouts mm -hmm. and you know, boot camps or kind of high intensity interval training that they actually avoid using a barbell. Whereas we, because we are coaches, right? We want to make sure that we keep that. That's a big part of CrossFit. And I think you're going to have people that are kind of hitting plateaus and all these other programs that are, you know, mastering them, if you want to call it that, you know, it's like, man, I'm not getting challenged anymore, but let's be honest. Like I have never not felt challenged in CrossFit. Absolutely. And there's something about being challenged that makes you want to keep doing it. And, and, and you know, as long as we, as and I say we as gyms, right, as, as gym owners and coaches, as long as we can keep educating our members, and I think part of avoiding injuries is educating them, mm -hmm. you know, making sure they understand, kind of like this conversation we had with the coaches on Friday about, you know, people want more. You know, they mm -hmm. think like more is better. More, 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 more volume, more strength, more workouts. But no, it's not really better because, you know, it's only better if you envision your the lifespan of your CrossFit career to be three more months. Mm -hmm. And then you want to get to some destination in 12 weeks and compete and be done. Then, because you're probably going to, in that more, more, more mentality, is probably going to burn you out, injure you, mm -hmm. or something, combination of both. But if we view CrossFit for the long haul, in other words, I want to be doing CrossFit for the next 30 years, you know, and so how can I stay healthy? How can I not burn myself out? How can I avoid injury? 
How can I do smart programming? You know, like if I am going to do an individualized programming, get that from somebody who knows me, who can answer my questions, like your coach, you know, who can answer your questions, who comes and watches you compete Mm -hmm. and knows what you should and shouldn't be doing. Because sometimes we can't just download these random programming and think they're going to be getting us better because they could be burning us out or injuring Mm -hmm. us. So as a whole, I think in 10 years, if we can continue to educate people, if we can continue to do CrossFit the way it's intended to go, I think you're just going to have more people. And and yes, the the handstand walks will be the eighty no percent. Yeah. yeah, like right now, like I, I'm not going to lie, man. Well, first of all, if I would have got to the handstand walks of eighteen point uh, four, I wouldn't have been able to do it. I mean, I don't even know what it would look like. But I think in ten years. We're all going to be walking. Well, you're already, but we're all going to be walking in our hands. You know, I think you're going to walk in and you're going to see people ripping off like ten muscle ups. Yeah, muscle ups will be like pull ups. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, it's 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 just going to continue to you know um, the 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 bar is continuing to be raised. CrossFit is is proving every single day uh, that man, if you if you challenge yourself, you will get better. It's a good place to end it, Charlie. Awesome, man. Thanks, Chris. Thank you for tuning in today. Don't forget to subscribe to the Building Better People podcast, where you will hear more stories of individuals being positively impacted by living a healthy lifestyle.